Good morning. Let's first go to the copy from Abiyaki. He's going to quote the Radak we left off with and then give an interesting uh, comment, Tashan Teretz. If you recall, in Perik Yud Gimel, Pasuk Chav Aleph, read the Pasuk again quickly, Vihen Kevim Ishvinei Ro Es They're burying somebody, we're trying to figure out who this somebody was. They quickly want to run for their lives, so they toss the body, and it happened to be, nothing's a coincidence, Bekever Elisha, and he got up. One of the very rare cases of Tchiyas HaMesim in Tanakh on an individual level. Again, we had uh, the Cheskel. That was a massive Tchiyas HaMesim. And we have an even bigger one coming, depending how many stages. Uh, this one was a Yachid. The question is, who is he? So if you take a look at Ryankov on page 1, he quotes the Radakal seat in here. It's a larger print. You okay, Shrag? Have you have a copy? So one sheet is he got up. He got up, he walked home, and he continued bearing and raising a family. It wasn't just a very temporary, everything ultimately is temporary, but he went on to accomplish. Elisha, if you recall, had the, uh, in the positive word, we're in the middle of the Peloyais, Loshan Azus. Azus is a positive thing if you push an agenda that you feel you need for your Ruchnius, and the negative side is when it becomes chutzpah, which it wasn't over here. Uh, it was astounding, if you recall at the time. Leo asked him if he needs anything, he wanted a bracha. So what's your bracha? I want double your powers. That's not the normative uh, bracha that we ask for, double the powers of the person giving the bracha. And Leo Taka at the time said, that's uh, it's a difficult thing that you're asking, but if you see me go up to Shemayim, it's a simon that you're on the madrega. He did see him. He was there, and he got Pishnayim. The question is, where was the Pishnayim Mekuyim? Eliyahu Anavi was Mekayim one person, and he is now going to be Mekayim two. So one he was Bechayev, and the second one now Bemaisai. It's a Chiddush that that counts. I didn't mention this last week. It's a big Chiddush this counts. We'd like to usually understand that when a person is Nifter, whatever mitzvahs he accomplished, whatever he did, is now done, and we have an accounting. Bein l'toiv, bein l'mutuv. Ziyamadin, and give him schar. Sometimes it has to be cleaned up a little bit, uh, and the schar comes. Whatever the maidla of being mechaya mesim is, I assume the maidla first and foremost, certainly a chesed. Guy's not alive, and you go over and you uh, bring him back from the dead. Can't think of a greater chesed depending on what he's going to do with his time. So, that's a great schus. It's a big mitzvah. I don't know which one of the Tariyag you put this on there, but it's a big mitzvah. So, um, Elisha's not alive. How's that going to help matters? So, uh, the Goyen has a famous uh, pshat to the Yem Adin Agadol 
why didn't there a second Yom Adin, the end of time? Because you have the mitzvahs, to call them the finite mitzvahs, Saases and Leisases, you did and kept away from, and Leilena, uh, the Averis, you did. So the first Din, Achameh Vesin, you go up to Shemayim, and they, they mark you and give you the Schar Vainish on those items. And then there's the very, very many, we hope, uh, residual effects that we've had on people and on events, and it keeps on accruing, and the interest keeps going, and it grows, and um, you need a Yem Adin at the end to tally up all the positive things you set into motion, and they have to add up all that schar. Of course, let alone the negative things you set into motion also keep running, I assume. And you need a Yem Adin to tally it up, and uh, what happens? The fellow's already in Gan Eden. So I guess um, they move him accordingly. I don't know if they uh, move somebody to Gehenim. Probably not. I'm in the ASIC ministeris. You know, constantly like this, every time we have a Yerzai, we're always uh, uh, giving a bracha, the Shammah have an Aliyah, that even on the progression of year to year, there's a uh, concept like this. And every time you have a Hashpah Taiva on somebody, and then he has a Hashpah on somebody else, and it's uh, the investment that keeps on giving, which is Gavaldic. Uh, you wouldn't necessarily think that Elisha is no longer alive. This is not somebody he had positive impression on or something that he did that's a chain of events that keeps going. He asked for a bracha with Pishnayim. He did one. He didn't do the other one. And now he's doing the other one. He's no longer alive. So the answer is, since he had the good fortune and good sense to ask Eliyahu Anavi for this Pishnayim while he was alive, so that was a good thing, and that was a schus. And it didn't come to fruition yet, but it was because of the Misa, this positive Azus that he had to be bold enough to ask for such a thing. And uh, that fits into this concept that it's still accruing. The Chiddush over here is that usually it accrues to somebody else. Here it was his body that touched the fellow who rolled in, made him alive. Okay, so that works also. Otherwise, what? To say, most people read this quickly and say, it's, just, it's a cover to Elisha. He was able to him even though he was no longer alive. It is a cover, but he's not in it for the cover. So what does that do? Cover and a token will get you in the train. So, um, easy pass. Anybody here know what a token is? No? Uh, uh, it's, uh, that, that's not going to cut it over here. It has to be something positive. Now, I'm going to tie this in with the two Mahalchim. The second Mahalach is going to be more difficult. First Mahalach is he got up, he went home, he had children. Taka residuals, he's going to be mashpi on other people and grow Kaisal, and he's not even here. The second shot is going to be that this fellow is a Russia. And just then you can't bury a Russia next to a tzaddik. So you had to get up because he was in the wrong place. That is only a din of covered. The whole din is an aspect. You don't bury a Russia next to a tzaddik. It's not, it's not a covered. But what does that do for Elisha? It shows his tremendous covered. Then you have to say that when, when Kleistral hears about such a nace, those that see it, they remember burying him, throwing him over here, and he ends up somewhere else, five feet away, so the same thing the Nase did for Klai Yisrael when Elisha was alive. Elisha is known for doing Nase after Nase after Nase after Nase. Why was that done? The answer is to be mashpia Klai Yisrael. They should do tshuva and come back to Klai Yisrael by uh, using the carrot instead of the stick. 
So now Elisha is no longer alive, and he's zeched to have one more nays done al yadai to be mashpiel teva on Klai Yisrael. That's also a schus. So even if the guy's a Russia, which is going to be the second shot, still uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's much a schus, or even more, because it's a more incredible nays, that even though he's not here, he's Machai Mason. And Klai Yisrael hopefully going to say, wow, look at the Kedusha of a person, look, a person can go in his Ruchnius, that such Kedusha that this Din in Shemayim, the Machbit, this Russia shouldn't be near him for the next uh, day and a half till they come back and get him. That also makes, hopefully makes a tremendous uh, Rosham. So let's see inside. Yeah. It's a good question. We have to try to figure out who the Russia was. I haven't yet really figured out. These are really uh, Dvarim Nastarim. Why Hitaka had the schus? It's a schus. You can imagine you're the Russia who um, uh, it's not even good for Shaduchim. What's he? Uh, my grandfather was the Russia who was tossed in by Alicia and he was so bad he had to get up right away from the dead to walk away. So on the one hand, yeah, he was the guy that Nace happened to. Unbelievable. I don't know. Would you say that to the... Uh, it's a yichus that you're related to the guy who had that miracle done to him. I don't know the reason he had the miracle. is he was so bad, Elisha, the Kedusha of Elisha couldn't stand being next to him for two minutes. I don't know. Is that good for the Jews or bad for the Jews? It's good for the Kedusha of Elisha. It shows a lot. I, I don't know. I, I, this Russia, he doesn't bring it down from the... The Badak uh, alludes to the fact this Russia is the Navi Sheker who got uh, Edan Navi to go eat with him. He tricked him, and then Edan got killed because of him. He's pretty bad. And uh, he wanted to be buried next to Sadiqim. Then he didn't get what he wanted. He almost got it. I don't know. This guy's pretty bad. Uh, there's something strange out of all the Rosham we meet. This guy is very, very bizarre because it's almost like uh, Bilam, uh, Thomas Nafshi, uh, he, wanted to, he wanted to live like Bilam and uh, die like Pinchas. <laughs> He had a shifa for Ruchnius. He even got an avua while they were eating, if you recall. The avua came to him that he's going to, the Navi Emma is going to die and get eaten by a lion. So, uh, as they say, it doesn't happen to you or me. No matter what we're doing, we never got an avua during lunch. So, uh, there's something about him, I, I can't put my finger on it. There's something about him, even though he did a terrible thing, that he had some shaykhs to something. But yeah, very kind of the tshuva. The generations, No, they did tshuva themselves. Right. He himself, and they had went on to have many great generations. They had Levium, uh, who were, you know, big, big people. So again, he became a Navi momentarily. So I, I don't know what to do with him, and the good thing is it's not up to me. Uh, but he, yes, there is something going on over here that he was the one, uh, there was no shortage of Rashaim. And the Osiris of Shvatim, unfortunately, are people who they happen to be burying who they tossed aside because they got attacked by terrorists. So uh, he, and he asked for something like this. He, said, he told his kids, I want to be buried next to an Avi, and, uh, but he didn't get it at the end. He got it for a few minutes. So, yes, there's something going on, but uh, that's about uh, all we know about him. But we're still on the, on the good guys. Let's see. Uh, second line again. Merzal, Yes. Yeah, the Gemara Bracha says that when a tzaddik dies, like lifting a hair from milk. When a Russia dies, it's like uh, getting an elephant to a pinhole. That's not the exact, uh, something like that. So, uh, yeah, to do it twice in close proximity. And he died, and then he had to get up. He walked a few feet, and then he died again. Yeah, probably not pleasant. 
Although if you're into covet, it's certainly something that makes the papers. So uh, you have to know what this guy wanted. Sometimes, uh, for the Russian, not sometimes, all the time, his schar be'elamazeh is uh, the thing he ran after. His covet and his... Uh, so uh, maybe for him, that was his payback be'elamazeh, which is not good, ultimately, for his neshama. Okay, let's see. Second line again. Razak yichay v'hay l'ban v'atam sh'achay l'kayim b'ech z'aliyah sh'nasun l'pishnayim b'ruchah v'aliyah hichya meis echad v'hu hichya shnayim. Echad b'chayiv, ben ashin amis, who was this person? Amru goes to pick at the Rabbi Lezer. ben ben hadar There's a tremendous Baal Chesed. He used to fill up all the canteens. Uh, made bottled water. And he used to open up a little stand as you came into the city. Top line. Keep in mind, this doesn't sound too spectacular. Keep in mind the days before 7-Eleven and Howard Johnson's and lemonade stands and the water fountains. Anybody traveling was at risk for many things. Uh, bandits and wild animals and just dying of thirst because there's only so much you can carry and if you got lost, you were in big trouble. Same issue as when you got on a ship, a clipper ship, uh, no motor, and if it wasn't a pirate ship, but one of the legal ones, they didn't have a thousand people rowing downstairs. And um, you were basically a maimand, you better be, because uh, if the winds didn't come, you were in big trouble. And how many uh, gallons of water can you put on a ship? Beer, wine, whatever they took on. They took food, they took supplies, and... Um, if you got stuck, you got stuck, and uh, you can get stuck for a week, a month. But just uh, it's hard for us to imagine. It just didn't go anywhere. To have a lot of sails, if there are no winds, it doesn't do much. So people used to come, and they uh, finally made it to town. Often they were on their last uh, ounce of strength, and they just needed water. And he set up stands all over the place, and he did it for free. Mashka saw Meshav is now for the men here, this is an interesting one. Because of all the Gavaldic chesed he did, he got schar, and Hashem gave Ruach HaKadosh to his wife. Interesting. Uh, why didn't he get it? No, he uh, had such covet for his wife, Ishta Kagufoy, that Kosh uh, Baruch understood this would give him the greatest level of simcha. Okay, I wasn't there. His wife is Hulda Nevi'ah, one of the very few uh, Nevi'ahs who were very, very famous. Uh, it doesn't mean he never got it, but the Chazal point out that uh, it was for his wife, Shinemar. Maybe she's the one who always uh, filled up the vials of water. Maybe she's the one who uh, encouraged him to go. It's hard to know. Shinemar, Hulda Nevi'ah, Shalom Ba'az Tikvas. Shemes, when he died, you can imagine there was a tremendous Leviah. And this is that Leviah. And they did the right thing. You have to quickly get rid of the body. They put it, uh, conjecture, in the nearest cave where Elisha was. They didn't know that. Very famous Pasuk in Yirmiya. He was the one who did the transaction with right before the Chorban. Mehem Amru. Yeah, that's sheet number one. Sheet number two. 
The fellow got up, walked a few feet, and died. Shalachaya Allah Shalaikva M Elisha Hatzadik, Vesha Zehaya Rasha, Dittaku Vyakam Raglov, and the Diak is Al Raglov Ahmad the El Besai Lahalach. He got up and he never made it home. In Kin Lachaya Elakadesh Laya Nikva Aitzal Alisha, Kashayata Mana Ma'ara Mais Vinikra Makam Acher, notice how he says Ma'ara. So then you have Pishnayim. Where was the second one of the Pishnayim that was Mokuyim and Elisha for Tchis Amesim? So this sheet hold, Birchas Pishnayim Neskaima, Kisharipa Tsaras Naman, Kia Mitzara Choshev Kames, as we know from Chazal. If you heal a Mitzara, which was technically impossible, if you did it, it was like a Nase of Tchis Amesim, and Elisha did that for Naman. The uh, sticky subject, which I mentioned, I believe, last week, uh, it's a din. You can't bury a Russia next to a tzaddik. You can't even bury a relative Russia next to a relative, relative tzaddik. Technically, uh, somebody talked Lashon Hara three times and didn't do tshuva, and the fellow next to him talked Lashon Hara four times. It was Makab Lashon Hara four times. He's a bigger Russia. Akadekach. Or he um, had more kavana during Shemar Esra, and the other guy spaced out. You can't bury him next to the other guy because you can't bury a person next to a person with a different madrega. Uh, we would need 7 million Batek Faris, which we don't have. We don't have the space. Real estate is expensive. So the minute became that we have a chevra for the same shul, same community, and we assume more or less people on the same madrega, even though we know it's not the same madrega, exactly, and we try our best. But this is why we're careful not to, in the chevras that are in charge, are careful, they're very selective who comes in because they have certain standards and people think that's a chsidah it's a this, it's a chumrah, it's not such a, it's a din. This is the best example. Anybody who gets Mises based in is such a Russia, he's almost not all there. You got to see the guy, get two Adim, he sees you're getting two Adim who are staring at him. You got to give him Masra, he has to say, I heard you, I'm an Askan and the guy is suicidal, he's very lachas at this point. And he does it anyway, and then you're taking him to kill, to get killed. And this Abba Mizbeisen, Skilis, Rafa Hergenchenik. The Gemara says that different Batik Ferris. See, I have a guy who is a murderer, which is number three slot, Herig. He would have a serious time of feh. You're burying me next to that Machal Shabbos, Gaskila. That over of Arazar. I'm only a murderer. I'm giving that example, Badafka. We would think a murderer. Like, okay, where's, the mur- where's the number three slot? You shouldn't do it. It's not good for the Jews and not good for the victim. Um, but, Skilas Reva, Harry Chenik. So the Gemara happens to say that there's only two Batik for us, Skilas Reva and Harry Chenik. The Gemara says you should have four because each one is a separate Madrig and Rishis. And the Gemara says, Lacham Ashishina, there's only two. Okay. But, uh, but we, we don't even think of burying the Skilas Reva fellows next to the uh, Harry and the Chenik. Chenek, Eishasish, Harry's murderers, you know, Gerini Dachas, we wouldn't, uh, it sounds funny, to, like the guys of Russia, Musha, what, what do we care? The answer is, that if you know there's a difference in my dragon, here we know, otherwise you can't know. So it's a real sir, and it's, uh, it's an affront to the covenant, it's not good for the Neshamas, and that's why he had to get up. And there are, um, there are Maisim where certain people, Hashem Shemayim, you have to be a Gvir to be in this story, uh, paid a lot of money to be buried next to certain Sadikim. It's not good for them, and it's not good for the tzaddik. Not good for either of them. It's, uh, it's misspent money. They mean, they mean well. And the chavidish usually has a lot on their hands. There's people always giving money to do this, to that. It's not good for either neshama, because neshama doesn't feel the other members. Neshama doesn't feel that's not where they belong. Unless uh, due to his maizim tevim and his stockers on chazach zateri belongs there. That's a different story. Yes, sir. First of all, how do they allow a 
I'm not sure what to do with Esau's head, but the stand-up shot in that medrash is that Esau's head was Kaddish Kaddashim. He had a brilliant intellect and he was Gavaldic. The brain wasn't the problem. It was the typhus and the Yitzhahara of the rest of the body. And that was Gufa, what was shown by the fact that the body was the Chumriyas and that's why he was somewhere else and the head had the potential and the brain was working fine. That was what that represented. Whether the, the Medrash is literal or not, I don't know. But if it is, then that's what it shows, that the head itself was, uh, was something that uh, was blessed with a lot of kachas. Now You would tie oh yeah, but the eyes are probably used for not such good things, and the mouth probably spoke a lot of Lashon Hara, and the, uh, you know. Okay. But uh, I, I, don't know, I don't know what the Medrash means exactly, but that's what it's supposed to represent. Uh, we, don't, uh, we don't know exactly... Yeah. You, you would think if the head rolled in, Gaim have a din kura somewhat. They bury, we bury all people because it's uh, the sanitary way to do things and practical. Uh, Ramban holds in Eretz Yisrael, there's actually a din race of, of kura. This wasn't Eretz Yisrael, but as a din kura, usually we hold that you should bury the whole body intact. See, it's time of a bigger kasha with that bedrash. You know, you're not really allowed up din if the head's somewhere else to just keep the head over there and put the body somewhere else. The stamp the whole thing is shrek. They knew this medrash, so, so they went to the PBA. What was that? They knew this medrash, so they went to the PBA. Ah, yeah, okay. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, a, it's a problem. It's a problem. I'll be din. Forget the, forget the hashkafa shaboy. So, um... What? Right? In the fourth line, is it a type of where it's a shah and basket? Uh, yeah. Chayre, unless it's because we, when they quoted it before, it was Ben, right? Yeah, yeah Pashas. Although that, the name is not used today. There are some names that I uh, wouldn't be surprised if it was uh, male, or, male or female, but the Lachar it is. Okay, so those are the two sheetas. What was that, Yathun? It says Aisha Yeah, it's, yeah, I'm saying it could be, yeah. <laughs> it was uh, carried over, yeah. We don't, again, we don't have five million separate Botik furs, obviously, because uh, who's going to know? So if generally people are from, we bury them next to each other, and we assume this guy's a nice from guy, this guy, yeah. And we, so now he could, yeah, so he, it, it could be that he is, we think he's a regular guy, a nice from guy, and really he's a Lamed Vavnik. Then nobody did anything wrong. We're doing our best, and we can't possibly separate everybody because uh, you can't feed the, you know, give a guy before he's nifter. You know how much lashon hard you speak. It's irrelevant. At that point, he's doing saying vidui. So whatever he did is being erased. It's very hard to figure out. Okay, so then you look at the meisim tevim. It's impossible. But uh, if a person ends up being buried, yeah, like the the uh, gear from Vilna was buried next to the Vilna Gaim. Tells you a lot about the Graf Potesky. We know who the Vilna was, and he died on Kiddush Hashem. That's, that's something. And they allowed it. The Chavah Gadisha, by the way, pasking these shaylas all the time. They have to be a very hush of a group, and they have to really know what they're doing. And there's a lot of pressure. A lot of pressure. In every, every which direction. And uh, they're dinim that uh, sometimes it's done wrong, and the shaylas, they have to get rid of the body. Don't get rid of it, as in, move it. Because it was done wrong, and, uh, and it's clearly it's not a question of Slight Madregas, they just they buried him. They didn't know he wasn't from. The case in Israel years ago. This happens all the time. Where they buried a lady, was a Shaila, whether she was Jewish or not, and uh, they and the 
went to the Bagats, not the Badats. And they said, you can't move her. Of course they're going to say that. And then there were people who raided in the middle of the night and moved her, which is the din. Problem is, um, in a modern democracy that's not run up yet, uh, sometimes you don't always get away with that. So somehow when the Arabs are raiding all these cemeteries all the time, nobody says a word. And when uh, some Haredim uh, went to move somebody that wasn't good for their Neshama or the people buried next to them, that already makes the front page. Go figure. They always manage to find that out. But, you know, they, the Kanaan try to, try to do something about it, and uh, whatever. And then they, 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 they forced them to put it back. And it was a real mess. But that's a, that's a problem. Okay, let's continue. Rabbi Yankov says, Atkan is the Radak. So we, yeah. Yeah, that's an interesting one. Lamaisi died on Kiddush Hashem. Is that Yasel the Miser or the Ganav who was caught by the church? Another famous Miser. It was a Ganav by trade. No, no, no. He was a, he was a Miser. They thought he was a Miser. Then they realized he was a... That you took, took the money and you didn't bury me in the right place. Somebody had to pass him that he's actually buried next to the Bagala Mukas. He said that he, uh-huh. know, he said that whoever, well, we, 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 we have a kind of, but we can't do anything. If, you, if, you, if you're Zoka, you'll get up and move during the night. The next night, where he was, empty night. I remember seeing such a. Right, okay. I would say it's a. I forget it. I don't want to say it. It's, uh, it could have happened. It, it happened over here. This I know happened. It could be uh, that I remember reading in Gears of the Ancusa, but uh, this we know happened. Uh, so um, it could be that happened also, but the din is, uh, it's a problem. The is always getting themselves into it's a lot of downward pressure, and, um, you know, a million-dollar donation to the Hever or to the Kupa Tehir or whatever, something like that, you know, that's, uh, it's great. It's a big schus. Maybe just for the donation deserves to be buried next to it. Just the also schus not the money. But it's, uh, it's difficult, and there's a lot of... And I have people come to complain to me about this once in a while. They said they were looking into buying a karka, and tried to get over here, and the chevra said, we don't take that, and we only take people from here, and he was all up in arms. So it shouldn't be up in arms. I understand what they're doing. They might not be correct about you, but, uh, you know, there are rules and regulations, and it's not so, uh, not so pushy. So it's, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a work in progress. It's, it's not a... Uh, they're... There are extensions in certain particulars where they actually break new ground, literally, to be able to accommodate people when they don't want to insult them, but they want to make a different section. And then they, there are ways to try to work around it where you're trying to be politically correct and give people what they need without violating the din, violating the covenant of the people who are there under certain assumptions. Because once they're there, it's very hard to, to move them. Let's continue the next paragraph. B'day Arishayin Etzarachim. So Yankov asks an interesting shayin. Says the first shita holds that he was a tzaddik. As we know, it's a pasuk in Yirmiya. It's a kain, and he lived in Eretz Benyamin. This whole story takes place nowhere near Benyamin, and the kain were all over the place. But this is the Esar Shvatim. 
Sham Sadig Sib Yirmiya. That was the famous thing. Yirmiya, the Horbin, was happening. The real estate market was crashing. And Yirmiya was told to go to his cousin and buy real estate. And Yirmiya asked the Kashbach, why should I buy real estate? Everything's going down. And he said, you're going to do it because the Yidin will be back in Eretz Yisrael. They're coming back and you're going to be Mechazah the Yidin by showing them you believe in the resurgence and the revival of Klai Yisrael and Eretz Yisrael is going to be used again and the real estate will go up. So he went and he bought it. So that's a kasha and a just wants to know how did these two people ever come together? Elisha is buried in the Sashvatim. They never, today, it's never a kasha because we, somebody dies in, in Montana, he'll uh, be going to Israel, like Florida to New York. and it's not a kasha. We move around. Then they didn't take uh, somebody's came to Eretz Yisrael from Bovel and, and the like. That was a long trip. Uh, why would somebody who died in Binyamin be brought to the Asar Sashvatim? That's not an upgrade. So Rabbi Yaki just wants to know how exactly did this uh, come to be? He has a shayla and lumdis. We know that 99% of the time in Shas, whenever you have a machlekes, we'd like to show, we assume, sometimes we can even show it, we've got a possible like one of them because you need halacha direction on what to do. But it doesn't mean one is emes and one isn't. It's both two angles of Torah. And there's a nekud of emes over here and over here. Just right now, practically, this is the way we do it. There's even a source to Elam maybe a like Beishamai. And you have Rameya, Rabbi Yehuda, the famous Gemara in Erevin, the Gemara says that really uh, Rameya was head and shoulders over everybody else in his dar, including all the Tanam, all his peers. And we should really pass like Rameya. The reason we don't is, Lo he, and whenever they had a machlekes, they really didn't understand what he was saying. They didn't understand the amkus of what he was getting to. No, so that's the reason why we should pass like him. Everybody concedes that he knew more. The answer is no, that's not Tyra. If you're in somebody's league, they were in his league, they just, he, was, he was better, he was deeper. So Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Chamiyah, all the other Tanayim, you go by Rav, we also know that Beit HaShemayim is right. We don't pass like them either, if it's against our decision. So how can that be? We know Rameir is sharper, we're not passing like him. The answer is, It means Halacha Lamaisa, Rameir might have had a slightly better point, but Rabbi Huda is also Torah. So therefore, following Lo he we can't follow Rameir based on blind faith. We do pass like Rameir, interestingly enough, when it comes to Gzairus, because Gzairus is... Don't do this now because it might be a problem later. That we follow our mayor with Das Taira because that's what Pshat Nagzeira is. But in figuring out Tum of a Taira or something in Hocha Shabbos, then we go by Rav. That's based on this. a fascinating idea. It's based on the assumption. So Abiyakim wants to know how can there be? There are very few examples. One Sukkin Ksubis and Perak Afalpi where the Gemara spells out Pafarish. If there's a Machlaikis to Talmidim, what the Rebbe said in Shir, you can't say Elive Elive you could say both their shittas of what they're representing are elevated chaim. But if having a shayla is what the Rebbe said yesterday in Shir, that can't be elevated because it's either one or the other. That's fine. That can happen once in a while. You read the Sadaris, by the way, before anybody gets too excited. Uh, if you have a machlekes with the Harusa, it could be elevated chaim because if you're learning the sugya well, you could probably dig a little deeper and find out it's a machlekes and it's even from Rabbi Kivager if you're lucky. You have siat it's not luck, it's, it's amelus. But sometimes one 
or both are just missing the point, and they're both off, or one is off, just out of lack of yegiyah. That's not Eli Vela Divakim You'll get schar for learning, but that's not Eli Vela Divakim Just you might be wrong on, you might be way off. Bar Hashem, when it comes to Tanaim and Amaraim, we assume 99.9% of the time it is Eli Vela Divakim Chaim. You have to figure out what is it, possibly even by Rishainim, maybe even Achrainim. But you have to know where you're holding. Rabbi Yaakov we have here Machlaikas Lamedrish. Who was this man who died, who got up? So one shita he was very good, a big tzaddik. The other shita he was very bad. And Yaakov wants to know, how do you say Elu Elu Divilakim Chaim over here? There was only one guy who got up, not two. Easy way is, well, maybe it happened twice. That's not true. It only happened once. So how can you say it now? If you can't say it, you can't say it, but it's a little mudden. Like, what are they having machlekes about? So Abiyakov asked the Shaila, this Shaila, he offers an interesting terence. Let's go back. What happened historically? Did he go home? He suggests... There is a nafkamina. They're arguing on a basis of a hashkafa, which gives rise to this If you heal tzaras, is that a gedder of tchias hamesim? Did you do something akin to tchias hamesim? Zuhi kvar the second shita holds that we were makayim pishnayim of the promise to Elisha of Tchiyas Amesim twice by the second Misa of Elisha's incredible nace. Not that it touched his body, but that he cured Naaman. No, but the second Misa is not Tchiyas Amesim. The answer is, well, it's close enough. Now, what Nafkamidis can that have? Rabbi Yaakov probably has something in mind he doesn't explain. But at least in, in Sfara, is this like a Tchiyas Amesim? Uh, many people have asked me, can doctors do tchiyas amesim? A person that has an out-of-body experience, some of them are true, and uh, maybe many of them are true, and uh, the guy's clinically dead, and they bring him back. They work hard, 20 minutes later he's back. So, what do doctors just do? It's a good question. The answer is going to sound funny. Doctors can't do tchiyas amesim. How do I know? I know because, well, the doctor in question might not be a tzaddik, Maybe he is, maybe he isn't. Certainly did a nice thing by reviving the guy. Uh, but we only have two cases of Chiyas Mesim in all of Tanakh, and we have no indication, we have every indication that there, there will not be a time when we have, after you read the Zadarius for a couple thousand years, that we're doing Chiyas Mesim every day. What? Yeah, it's a Shaila. Look at the Marshal there. It's a Shaila what happened uh, there exactly. Okay, there is a Mahal that was real Chiyas Mesim. Some say it was almost Chiyas Mesim, but yeah, it's rare. Doctors aren't doing it every day, and in America they are. So well, what's going on? So the answer is that if a doctor brings somebody back, Lamafreya, he wasn't dead. I know that sounds like a lumbus that uh, just got us out of the shy, but that's what's going on over here. They, the working assumption is they can't do Tchiyas and if the guy was brought back, he never died. So, okay, that needs uh, Hezber, uh, but the Shaila is, are they doing Tchiyas Is that Tchiyas What's the gedder of Tchiyas Amesim? So it's a shayla. It's, it's, it's healing Tzaras, a gedder of Tchiyas Amesim, and maybe there'll be some nafkaminas. There are nafkaminas in the operating table scenario I just described. If they're kainim in the room, are they tummy? That's a real practical nafkamina. In the case where they brought him back. 
Saras uh, has his own uh, series of, of Tumah issues, but that, that nafkamina wouldn't fit over there, but there, there probably are nafkaminas. In, in, in the case over there, we assume the Kayan, Kayan shouldn't be in the ICU anyway because of this problem. Shouldn't be near a geysis, but if that happened, is he, is he, Jonathan is in the hospital, he has this chus of witnessing, they brought, up, they brought back his Gavaldic, the Mamish, they saved his life. Because I'm, 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 I'm a tummy now, you tell me anyway, probably, but you know, there's not a bias, so you tell me now. I think the answer, if Lamafrey, he wasn't dead, the answer is no. It's an important enough community, yes. I don't think so, and I'll tell you why. An Ani is Chashuf Kameis. An Ani can make money. That's not Tchiyas Kameis. It's amazing. He was an Ani, Mamesh, Ani, Ve'evion, it became a Kvir, Gavaldi. But it's not a Nase. I mean, it is a Nase, but it's not a Nase, Nikla. A Mitzayra, there's no medical way to solve this, and it wasn't even a purely medical, it was metaphysical. There's no way to, the Kayin pronounces him Tame, he does Shuva. The Torah talks about him getting better, but... It, that's a serious chuva process which Naaman did or didn't do. Tumchu started keeping Zayimitzes, but it's quite possible in this case it wasn't the halachic tzaras, it was real tzaras, and that they didn't have a refuah for. What about Summa? Summa, interestingly enough, uh, is closer. In the old days, they didn't have um, a way to fix it. Today, uh, once in a while, it happens. It, it, would we call that a medical miracle? Cornea transplant? Is that? No. We don't call a miracle when the guy dies on the operating table and they bring him back either. Shaila's been there. The, the, the heart stopped. That's like the body. It's clinically dead. It's not dead till the call. Not dead till? Not usually dead till the doctor calls it. So that's why... Uh, yeah, you're like a dead, like a chalais, like a kayan. He's not a tzaras. He's not a tzaras until, hey, you must be a doctor or know some doctors. Uh, <laughs> you've probably seen this quite a few times, right? It's, uh, but the, the, I mentioned the Adabot experience because he, he's, the heart stopped, he's clinically dead, but the, the, we have people who came back who said, like, you know, the, the Nasham was floating on top of the, uh, he, was, he was dead. But he can't be dead because they can't do Tchia Samesim. So he was dead, but now, Lamar Freya, he's not dead anymore. So anyway, just a fascinating idea. The Eli Vadivik Nilchaim, Rabbi Yaakov is trying to say that if you ever have a Medrash, we have a lot of Medrash, Medrash that sound like the arguing and the Metzius and what the history was. And Be'akov says, part of the Talmud Torah it's always better to, if you can, uh, tie it in with some machlekes in halacha or svarah and lamdis that might come out as a machlekes and Metzius, but there has to be something driving it that's a machlekes and svarah, which is an interesting uh, angle. Yes? Is it possible that it's trying to teach us that, that Elisha used supernatural ability to, he used a nice mason in order to be able to, to cure so, but the idea that Naman was Kashuk Kameis in that regard, so therefore it gives all people in the future the, the Achrayas that if you see somebody who is Kashuk Kameis, then you should do something? We can do, we should, it's, we have an Achrayas to do. That's that. true, but I don't think, I don't think Alicia would have tried. I think he only did it because his mandate was to do Nisim Gluyim for Klai Yisrael, to show Klai Yisrael and the Umas in this case, everybody should be impressed that uh, Kosh Baruch still run the world and he has his people here. I don't think he would have started. He told him to go take a dunk in the uh, local river and uh, do it seven times and you'll be fine. And if you remember, Naman exploded. He thought this is some uh, new medical angle on it. And he says, I got better rivers where I come from than anything you have around here and I don't know what you're talking about. And then he told him, well, one of his uh, young, young helpers said, uh, Sir, maybe you came this far. Maybe, uh, maybe the rabbi knows what he's doing. 
So Naaman didn't think that it was uh, a nace that was about to transpire. He thought he was giving medical advice. And he said, uh, no, just do it. It was a complete nay. I had no shaykhist to anything. So that's not something, yes, the, 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 the mutzah is you should try to help right. out anyway. So, the, the, shita of the, the, the shita that says that that's the Mechayim Mason is, is basically trying to teach us how to that. Yeah, but you should try anyway. But if you would tell me a case of Metzairah, I would say, don't bother. Go to Night Seder, you're wasting your time. Yeah. Is down and out, and it's, we call that a, a, a type of, you say, you okay, yeah, but that's not, the reason this is closer, that's based on Uri Shaila. Uh, the Ani, the, the Summa, they could do something, you go, ah, you're Mamish Machai Mesma, but that's, that, we wouldn't call that Chisa Mesma. This is Mamish, there, there's no way out over here. Uh, Shaila, there was no way out, yeah. Yeah, but that's also in the Ashkafic realm, because they're not living. Living means getting up. Early, stopping himself out of bed, going to shear, davening, going home, giving stucca. That's living. What are Goyim doing on Sunday? If they're keeping Zion Mitzvahs, they're good. Very nice. And if they're not, what are you doing on a Sunday? What are you doing on vacation? I hope they're staying out of trouble. If you have nothing to live for, what are you going to... He, he couldn't live with society. He couldn't. He was, it's a slow death. And he couldn't, it was, it was not only they have the Nebuch, they both have the disease, he couldn't even be near anybody, leper colonies. He was just banished from society, it's like he wasn't living. Similar to what we say, Rashaim Nikram Mason, he's not really living, even though it looks like they're playing golf. But yeah. Why? That's a din, the Kapayas, but the Goyim had leper colonies because they didn't want to be going near them. It was, it was, it was a, a complete uh, being divorced from society. It was, it was, it was horrible. Okay, Pella Yates, we owe some time to. Mr. Shem will continue uh, next week.